This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hey everybody, and welcome to How To Tuesday. Today we're going to talk about... Uh, the way that you can keep a journal, a very simple journal, so that you can keep track of the most important information so that when you do find one of these amazing spots, you can go back and find it again, not just two weeks later, but years later. And a lot of people understand that keeping this type of information as a fishing guide or an angler or whomever, for whatever reason that you want to go back and find this again, a lot of people understand that it's really important to keep the keep the data, and but some people get carried away about what data they want to keep. And they're keeping track of the water temperature, they're keeping track of the clouds, they're keeping track of the wind, the wind direction, the barometric pressure, all of these things, and that's great. And if you are that meticulous in your journaling, then you're probably going to be a better fisherman than most people. This is what I see happen a lot is some people get very interested in, and I know it happened to me as well. I get real interested in this and for about two weeks I keep a very, very meticulous journal. But I just can't keep up the habit. There's family, you know, as if you're a fishing guide, you gotta go out to dinner with your clients, you gotta get the boat washed and ready, you gotta gas it up, you gotta get bait for the next day, you've got a uh, a lot of responsibilities. You gotta spend time with your family, you gotta get some sleep, and pretty much the most important thing falls to the bottom of the of the pile, and that is keeping track of of the new stuff that you just found. And so Simon Becker was a great mentor to me, and he kind of outlined it to me when I was having trouble with this. Like, I was just not keeping track of my journal, and he's like, look, you only need to keep a couple of things, and, uh, and that's what I'm going to go over with you today. You really only need four things. You got to document these four things, and the way that I used to document them was in the paper 
Florida sportsman fishing planners. I used to buy these fishing planners every year, and uh, I would just make some little notes right on the, the tide chart. You know, if I found tailing bonefish at 8 o'clock in the morning, I would just make a note of that, 8 o'clock tailing bonefish where I was, and just mark it right there on the, the tide chart. They don't publish this book anymore. Florida Sportsman doesn't publish it at all anymore. But what they do allow is they put all of those tide charts right on their website. So you can go there, you can print them out, and you can make notes just like this. And here's all the things that you need to keep track of. You need to keep track of the date. That's super important. The next most important thing is you got to keep track of the time of day. And then you need the location which can be your GPS coordinate, or it can just be, you know, something as simple as tower flat or something that you're going to recognize. And then you need to keep some sort of note of what it is that you found, found there. Did you find a big school of, of uh, redfish? Were they tailing? Um, did you find a big school of tarpon? You know, were they eating? What was going on there? What was it? And um, if you keep these four things... It doesn't take very long to write that down. So let's just say I go out today and I find um, a bunch of tailing permit at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a spot that I don't usually fish. So I go through there, and I, I, I used to think, wow, that's weird. That might be an accident. It's no accident. If you find fish there, they're there for a very particular reason. Something is happening that those fish like, and they will come back to that spot on those same conditions. Maybe it won't be tomorrow because you spooked them or whatever, but, you know, chances are that if you go back there in the future under those same conditions that you can find that same situation. And so if you keep track of the date, the time, the location, and what you found, when you're going through your notes for that particular week as you're planning your fishing, thinking, okay, 2 o'clock on Wednesday... I'm going to plan my day so I can swing by there and see if I can find this again. You know that going in, and it gives you a very good chance of replicating it because here's how it works. You don't really have to keep track of all of these other conditions that, I mean, obviously some people are going to listen to this and they're going to be like, well, wait a minute, what about, the, what about the barometric pressure? That's important. What about the wind direction? That's super important. What about the wind speed? That's incredibly important. What about the clouds and the, you know, what's going on there? All of that stuff, I'm not denying that all that stuff is important. It is incredibly important. But with the date, the time, the location, and what you found there, you can spend a little bit of time on your phone or your computer, and you can figure out what was going on on that day any time in the future, okay? So it's more important to write down a couple of things that will allow you to go back and look at some archive data than it is to write down a whole bunch of stuff. And probably, if you're like most people, lose, lose momentum, lose, uh, lose interest in journaling, and then you're going days, weeks, months without journaling anything. So with this data, date, time, location, and what you found there, you can go to a site like Weather Underground and you can look at historical data. You can go there and say, August 10th, 2017, the wind speed, it will give you um, hourly 
observations at the location that you choose. The wind speed was east-southeast at four miles an hour. And you can see how it picked up a little bit in the afternoon and went down a little bit um, in the nighttime. Maybe it also keeps track of barometric pressure, um, precipitation, and also cloud cover. Like it's not going to give you a picture of the sky, but it's going to say that it was fair, mostly cloudy or partly cloudy or, or whatever the sky condition was. So with that little bit of information that you have, you're able to go back and look at these free resources and you can kind of get a really, really good idea of what the day looked like and is that consistent with the weather that you're having now? And would you stand a good chance five years later of going back to that same spot and finding something similar to what you found on that day? And the answer is more often than not, yes. Um, and at least, if nothing else, you have the confidence of knowing, you know, one time I was here on this tide and it was really good. Well, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people think, well, Maybe I don't really need to do that. I can remember I've got a really good memory. Well, I'm sure you do. And most people can remember lots of stuff. But, you know, 15, 20 years later, you have a, you have a, uh, a tendency to forget those things. And some of the best guides I know, all of the best guides I know, keep some sort of journal. And some of them are meticulous and have incredible discipline and incredible habits. And they write down... Um, all kinds of stuff in their journal that helps them to replicate those conditions and do it again the next year. For me, I wasn't like that. The more time I spent daily journaling, I'd just kind of lose, lose, lose interest, lose momentum. And then I would find myself not doing it for a day, two, three weeks, months sometimes. And uh, when I started to take Simon's advice and just jot down a couple of notes, it takes two seconds Jot down a couple of notes in the Tide book. Man, things changed. And I started journaling every single day. No problem. It wasn't a hassle. It wasn't laborious. And uh, now I can go back and look at those Tide books and say, look, I have the same Tides here as I did that day. Let's go give this a try. That is um, was a really good thing to be doing as a fishing guide or as an angler, say you go on vacation somewhere and you actually have some good uh, good fishing, maybe it's off the shore, whatever, and you're going back to plan that trip for the next year, you want to experience something similar. If you go uh, on that trip and you're on the opposite tides where, the, where it's low tide, where it was high tide when you had good success and you go there and it's low tide during the day, you may not catch any fish that year. So you can plan your vacation around the tides and the conditions that you found. You can, uh, as a fishing guide, you can have a really good idea of how to uh, show your clients some success. As a fisherman, you know, going out trying to learn a new area, these are incredible things to pay attention to. So that's it. How to Tuesday, how to keep a journal to replicate success. There's four things, date, time, location, and what you found. All right, let me know if that helps you. And until next week, I'll talk to you soon. See you on the water.